So Sid works with a ton of businesses. Really good. He works with them very intentionally. He takes his time with each one and he gets to see in depth with the companies. Welcome to the Landscape Cafe, brought to you with support from Fort Myers Garden Service, maintaining and protecting business and residential landscapes. Visit FortMyersGardenService.com or call 239-990-7494. Good morning, Sid. How are you? I'm terrific, Bailey. Great to see you. Absolutely good to see you as well. I, uh, I know you're here in Florida hiding out from all that cold weather. That must be a, a beautiful escape. So right now, Sid is in Zephyr Hills, Florida, and that is at one of the campsites he's been traveling around right now in his travel trailer with his wife and um, and a couple of his dogs and uh, his kids have since grown up moved out of the house and uh, right now he's a little bit of a transition stage he sold his house and then he bought a nursery but uh, Sid is mostly known in my world as a business consultant he has helped many businesses but my business alone for the last about five years, we have worked with him um, almost on a weekly basis. So having conversations, meeting in person, doing Zoom meetings. Um, Sid has been phenomenal in the transition of our business from baby stages to starting to mature and starting to um, just progress. Um, Sid's a phenomenal business coach. He does a lot with garden centers, but also with design and installation companies. Um, and he's fantastic. So with all of that on the intro, uh, here is Sid. I'd like to open up and talk a little bit about COVID, a little bit of the impact that that had on the industry with uh, small businesses, supply issues. Um, I also want to talk about things that it stirred up in the industry, not only for the short, short term, but also for the long term. Um, and what it did to the customers uh, as well. Uh, does that sound good, Sid? All sounds terrific, Bailey. Awesome, awesome. Do you want to share a little bit uh, before I jump into that totally? Do you want to share a little bit about how we met? Uh, yes, we met at the Landscape Show, which is the Florida Nursery and Landscape Association's um, summer trade show i think it's in september but that was about five six years ago and i happened to be there doing a couple presentations for them and um you walked into the room you were a little bit late but i'm yeah. sure that's because you were bailing out of another uh boring talk and coming over to mine or something like that's that. right <laughs> <laughs> so anyway uh <laughs> Uh, you walked in and the front row was all taken. So uh, otherwise, I'm sure you'd have been there. So you sat in the back and and you were sitting there uh, with that big grin on and smiling and nodding your head at, at everything I said, it seemed like. So, of course, any any presenter would take notice of that. Um, in between the times when you looked down and you were feverishly taking notes. So it was it was a joy when it was over to to see you move to the front of the room and there were several other people to talk with and I, I kind of held up my hand to you and held up one finger to wait a minute and, and you did, thanks, thankfully, um, because I really wanted to uh, meet you. I could tell you were a special person and, and uh, wanted to have that opportunity to get to know who you were. So 
Um, anyway, we had a, a chance to chat a little bit then and, and uh, followed that up with some email, phone call, and other things. I'm not sure how all we connected, but de- definitely some phone calls and some Zoom uh, sessions and uh, went off to the races. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That was uh, such a cool – I was going to that event so hungry, just ready to learn, ready to take the next steps. And um, the information that you were pouring out in your presentation was like <laughs> like cereal on a morning where I haven't ate, ate two months. I mean, I was just eating it all up. Um, man, that, that was such a great presentation and uh, definitely could see that you were very knowledgeable and you knew a lot of the stuff that I did not know that I wanted to know. And um, yeah, so that was, that was Yeah, you, you told me. You told me you'd written about eight pages of notes, and and I think I had about four pages of notes that I was working from. So <laughs> that was fantastic. Yep, yep, absolutely. I couldn't stop writing. I was like, just wanted to make sure I get everything down. Um, and then I learned uh, that presenters will send you most of the times PDF or copies of the presentation, <laughs> uh, which was which is funny. But it was it was great getting to write it down firsthand and. Um, just running it through my brain again, learning it. So, no, that's awesome. I definitely, yeah. definitely enjoyed that moment and what a cool start to our, uh, our long-term relationship. And you've definitely impacted our business a ton. And we're super grateful. Um, so again, it's been, Sid a privilege. Works- it's been a privilege. Thank you. I appreciate it. So Sid works with a ton of businesses. Um, really good he works with them very intentionally he takes his time with each one and he gets to see in depth with the companies um sid is in my book in my opinion a very trusted advisor because he can benchmark between other companies kind of see what other companies are doing and um see what other people are struggling with and help them kind of leverage maybe ideas that other people doing um he just gets a very broad in-depth um, view on the industry, if you will. And so he saw what a lot of companies were struggling with during COVID. He understood what was going on in different markets throughout the country because uh, he doesn't just work in one area. He will travel. He will come to you. Um, so Sid, I got a few questions for you regarding um, you know, COVID. Uh, the first one is, what was the overall effect on the landscape services industry? when COVID actually became reality? Amazing. If I had to boil it down to one word, the word is amazing. The effect overall was, couldn't, I can't imagine how it could have been better. Actually, it couldn't have been better because we were not limited by opportunity. We're limited by some other things like availability of people and supply chain uh issues <laughs> that old phrase um yeah so the limitations were there but outside of that the opportunities were nearly endless uh, it seemed like as people were compelled to stay home they they got tired of being inside the house and looking out the windows and went out and walked around their yard at least and saw things that they wanted to improve upon and um you know part of that was improving on their mental health from being uh, tied up with COVID to improving the physical property, which, you know, was part of the, part of the thing. 
So it was just an amazing opportunity. Absolutely. A lot of, a lot of people at home, whether they're in the office looking outside the window, kind of like I am, or sitting on their back porch, um, huge, huge difference from looking at the office because when it's at your house, you have the responsibility and the, um, I guess you would say drive to do something different in your yard. What, what happened, um, to property values did they, those go up or go down during that time well in in almost every market that i've everyone i can think of property values went up and in most of them it went up fairly dramatically so um anywhere from uh 20 to 50 percent over a year mm -hmm. to two years is um was pretty standard over the three-year period of, of 2020, 21, and 22, in some cases, property values, you know, extreme cases doubled, but um, overall, everybody had a lift of, of 20 to 50%. So that was tremendous, and it had a, a, lot, a lot of impact on um, the available income in a market because as people um, bought a home, at a higher price that drives up the prices of the other homes. So it creates a rippling effect. And then when they qualify for a mortgage, they're qualifying for a bigger mortgage moving into the same neighborhood. So when they qualify for a bigger mortgage in that neighborhood, that means they are also qualified to spend more discretionary income on other things and mm. landscaping, landscape care uh, benefited from that as well. Hmm. Wow, that's crazy the amount of just fluctuation we've seen in the market has been just crazy a lot of houses here have uh, done that double that extreme case where they they go 100 percent of what they were um it's been crazy i know a lot of people that cashed out and then now are renting or whatever just gone through some crazy crazy things um i have an example um this gentleman built his house for about 800 000, beautiful two-story house close to the water and a couple of years later, after he was living it, he loved it, but it went up to $1.8 million. And uh, so he sold, cashed out, and moved next time my mom actually, and he rents there. He owns a landscape company, funny enough. Um, but yeah, interesting, very crazy story of what happened to the market. Um, and I feel like I saw that too. A lot of people were uh, just spending more than, more than usual. I was very interested by that. It was pretty crazy. Um, what do you think caused the, the boom in the interest? Was it just because people had more money or people were home more, wanted to connect with family? What do you feel like the biggest cause of the boom was? Those were some of the causes, but the main idea I believe is, uh, I call it the COVID effect was that, um, there was sort of a perfect storm of trends among consumers that met with this sudden um, change of their psyche. So as they came into that, if we remember back some things that were going on, uh, I'll start with, with uh, global warming. So global warming, you know, it's kind of been a topic of conversation for a long time, like 20 years already. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, it started as 
you know, is a pretty controversial thing, um, believers and, and deniers. And over time, it became known as climate change, which mm. was uh, seemed to be a, a less objectionable title to it. And, you know, something that nobody really argued with because climate does change. So it was a fact at that point. But that has been a part of life for um, for us for a long time. We've become accustomed to it and um, have taken on some beliefs as far as what that means. So this actually started way back in the 60s with the ecology movement and, you know, love and peace and, and uh, no war and that kind of thing um, carried over into it. People were interested in organics because of you know, the the news on Agent Orange and other bad chemical things um, all the way back from those days. So those those people who protested that kind of stuff um, or went to the colleges where it was protested became teachers, and teachers have a way of teaching. <laughs> so mm-hmm. whether it's in the uh, curriculum or not, uh, they're teaching their own kids, they're teaching other people's kids, and influencing for uh, basically for more favorable treatment of the earth and the environment that we live in. So that really is a major uh, background piece that was going on mm-hmm. and intensified over time. And, you know, really of people who were entering the market, spending money on homes and home improvements during COVID, they had lived their whole life with that. You know, they every, every year that they went to school from preschool on, that was part of you know, part of the what, what they learned. Um, and then in addition to that, it was on, in the background of television, on social media uh, for m- important years of their lives. So it was a huge, huge um, setup in a way that COVID uh, responded to, pe- people responded to because of COVID in a, in a major way. So that, w- that was what I think is a most significant uh, background piece, and then I'll add to another, add to that another effect, and this is the HGTV effect, Home and Garden Television effect. So uh, similarly, for many years we've had these home improvement shows. Um, started with HGTV as a channel. There were reality show um, shows that came out on Hulu and Netflix and other platforms. And, you know, the Property Brothers and Magnolia, uh, Chip and Joanna, all of those folks that had those shows, uh, one thing they had in common was they would do a makeover of a property, but always, always at the end of that makeover was the landscape. So there would be a professional designer and often a professional installer, if if not a do-it-yourself. And a beautiful landscape was the icing on the cake before the show ended. So people saw that, they came to know what landscape design really was about and what it could do and how the impact affected the value of the home and uh, how it really was, you know, literally the icing on the cake uh, almost. So those two effects, I believe, were the major reason that um, the opportunity grew so large because people were predisposed to spend money um, to invest into their landscape. That's a lot of stuff that came to fruition at once, huh? There's a lot of Absolutely, building factors yeah. that really, mm-hmm. really drove it home once 
once COVID hit, things started popping up. The Landscape Cafe is a production of Pure Landscaping and the Niche Podcast Network. Learn more about Bailey, Katie, and the team by visiting purelandscaping.com. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. And don't forget, the best place to rate or follow the show is at thelandscapecafe.com. Thank you for listening in. Stay tuned for the next part in this conversation.